Welcome, 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 welcome back to the podcast called Tell the World, and I'm your host. I say Merry Christmas? Is it safe to say Merry Christmas to my my audience? <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. A lot of people don't like to celebrate that phrase, that word, that jolly holly thing called Christmas. Nobody likes to celebrate that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say nobody. But there's a lot of people I know just don't. But for the people who do, hell yeah, hell yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas. Well, uh, do I celebrate Christmas? Do I celebrate Christmas? Well, I, I fell out of Christmas a long time ago. I'm not being a spoiler. I just say that I kind of grew up and I just went zappo with Christmas. Uh, I remember Christmas as a, as a full package for me, snow, (laughs) tree, fruit, candy, (laughs) the little things that make it feel like Christmas. So over those years, Christmas just didn't look the same for me when I was growing up. So I think kind of grew out of it a little bit not discouraging Christmas because uh, I feel like uh, every kid deserves to have what any other kid has and that's uh, fun love and just enjoying those those moments Um, for the people who don't celebrate them and they just feel like it's a pagan thing it's pagan who would celebrate that do you know what happened and why they celebrate it, you know, it, it gets real deep when it comes to Christmas. And I find myself who, um, um, uh, for most holidays, I, I just don't, I'm not in those spirits anymore for those holidays. And, you know, I, I don't mind it, but I, I guess I'm just, maybe I'm just thinking I just grew up, um, but I like to see uh, other people enjoy it and, uh, you know, laugh and have that love and stuff around them and stuff. So there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's uh, actually good. And it's innocent. I mean, it's innocent to do uh, uh, something nice um, for the kids. Everybody get a break. I, I guess we get a break to, what, be with the family and stuff. That's mostly for me. I... I I, I miss those times due to the fact that I'm in different states, you know, sometimes. And I'm not always, you know, around my siblings. I'm used to Christmas that way and stuff, around my siblings, my mom, my dad. And, you know, I guess that's the vibe of Christmas for me when I feel it around uh, my parents. But other than that, I, I can, you know, I don't want to be a Grinch, <laughs> a damn Grinch. But I, I like I, I like to see the colors, the lights and stuff. So that that's that's kind of good too. But um, I guess all these holidays that do come for some people. I mean, if if I mean, um, is there any way to enjoy anything if you're gonna shoot down everything that's out there? <laughs> uh, did, did they replace what they don't like about Christmas? 
Or did they replace Christmas and replace something? Like, can you replace those things on your dislikes? Besides saying, I hate it. I hate it. I mean, I, I think the things that you hate, you should replace it with something that makes you happy. How about that? Yeah, I think you should do it like that. That sounds better. Anyway, I was doing a um, another episode. I was uh, uh, recording. I didn't get a chance to upload it. Uh, I had some technical difficulties, you know, with... Um, um, so I recorded it, but I wanted to put it in audio. I didn't want, um, my face to really appear, so I wanted to do it in audio. So at that time, I did it in video, so at that time, I just couldn't get it put into audio the way I wanted to. I still have it. I just felt like, um, the original piece that I did for it was very original and it was raw, and it was uncut. So, yesterday uh, I was seeing a post on uh, T.D. Jakes, and he was, um, uh, he was in church, and he was telling his, his, uh, his audience that, you know, he don't care what people say. That's not me. I didn't do nothing like that. And it's hard to be, uh, believe some of these things because we hear so much bad things about church. And about churches. And it's everybody's personal experience of what they've been through with some churches. Now I know, I know, I know sometimes people are going to say, well, you ain't just going because of what, what the person is doing wrong. But I, I, in church, you go for the word. Wait, 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 wait. So you mean to tell me I can preach uh, a good servant to the, to the audience? And can I, I can quote these scriptures out the Bible. And I can also go do some bad things on the side. And serve the devil too as well. So I was always the type that would say that that don't make sense. I know I'm going for the word. And is I mean, but is it all allegations? Or should we call it allegations and just leave it like that? You know, um, but like I say, it's a personal experience for some people who have, who have dealt with situations that have occurred in some churches that might have been a bit uncomfortable. I've been to many churches and I have every church I went to I found something that wasn't right in it. And I know you shouldn't just go to church to find something wrong. You're supposed to go to church to find God. And the word, and that's true. But they say the devil can be in the church with you too. They say the devil knows the, the every scripture, the quotes of the Bible, just as good as we do. Probably even better. The devil can quote the same words that you're shouting out on your faith and your belief. He can even mock your words, not just mock them. He can, he can quote them. Make them sound good too. Um, so my personal uh, experience with some of these churches have um, mostly been uh, something I saw that was uh, in a a sexual uh, way that it just shouldn't have 
been like that, but uh, it was that way. And I saw things. And a lot of things I saw, you know, being very uh, observant, I saw that shit wasn't right. And a lot of people will disown you from the church, won't speak to you, won't talk to you, and that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I want to do some curse words, too. I wanted to say it another way. I'll say it that way. That's the craziest shit I've ever seen. You're you going to let the church, you're going to let church turn against me on what I'm seeing and what I'm speaking about, what I'm seeing that's not right. And you're going to get mad at me knowing that that's wrong. I wrote this, I think I said this before. Sometimes people will cover up people's lies. And do you understand that those lies that you're covering from that for that person is hurting the other individuals? There's other people getting hurt out of these types of things. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But I, I guess with that's a battle too. Trying to understand each other, the reasoning, and people disapproves. Now, let's just say he didn't do these things. Why are people saying it? Is it a status of where you become so popular, so huge, uh, you make so much money that people go against you? Like, they actually go against you. Um, you know, when money's involved, popularity is involved, uh, the fame, the fortune, People will turn against you and start saying bad things. Now, I'm I'm not a court, and I don't I don't want to use those, uh, just throw it out there and say he's guilty, because we don't know, and that's one thing I did learn. Um, a few years ago, uh, I can't get the guy's name. Um, yeah, it, that happened in Kenosha where a young man got. He was going to his car, and the cop told him not to get in his car, and he was trying to go to his car anyway, and they shot him and paralyzed him because they, the guy said that he was going for something that looked like a weapon. And then there was an uproar in Kenosha, as well as the young man. He used a, um, a gun, and he shot a few people, even killed someone, and he... Um, was found not guilty in that case and was set free and life moves on. Dead or not. Dead or alive. And so, um, I saw that how they showed it to us with that young black man getting shot when he was told to stop and he was just going to get into his car and everybody was angry. Months went by, they showed another footage, and they showed that a knife had fell out the car. I believe it was a knife. And I said to myself, wow, they let us just get upset real fast like that and didn't show the whole footage. Just got you excited with anger. And so I learned then, don't react until you see everything. Don't react until you see all the evidence. Don't react until you hear all the evidence. 
because people can show you partially things. People can tell you some things. And then they'll have you reacting real fast, especially if you're a hothead. So, um, and I'm, I'm the reason why I'm saying this is because last month I started posting a lot of T.D. Jake's motivational speaking, just speaking to the, to the church, to the people. And some of the stuff that he was saying was very motivational. Some things that can be relatable into your own personal life. And so I noticed my pattern with, with just seeing more videos and more videos of him and I would post them. And now this comes out. I heard things before, but you know, you know, it's, it's, it's talk. It's talk, right? And so you just wait. Remember, remember Bishop, Bishop Eddie Long? Do you remember Bishop Eddie Long? When they said he had some allegations and found out later that some of that stuff was true. Later, you know, a few years went by and he died. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's amazing that um, that people would see you. You would do a lot of wrong doing. And some people will still root for you or are they giving you a chance to redeem yourself? And is that fair to, is that fair for every fellow man and woman out there to redeem themselves? And, and, and judge, we can't judge because we're not God. So we can't do that. I mean, we get, it sounds like judging, condemn, until you think about yourself on what the things or some of the things you have done. I had somebody tell me I've done a lot of bad things. Uh, someone told me, and I said, that just, that's just X. Look, man, just God will forgive you. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And the person said, no, nah, I've done some really bad things. And I'm like, okay, what did he do? So I just, you know, everybody's got something in life that they've done. That they're not too proud of. Sorry. It's just the way it is. All hands ain't clean. There's something on your hand that won't come off. <laughs> That's attached to what you did. That's attached to you. But to get back to the churches. Some of the churches I've been to. I'll give a short as possible story I could give you. But we'll call this true story. So, and I know some of my listeners uh, that may hear this, some of them may not know this, and some may know this. I'll just give you my own 
I'll just give my own personal experience. Now, a long time ago, back in the nineties, my high school had a trip that was gonna take me to back then they call it Six Flags, Great America. Some may call it uh, Magic Mountain. Some may call it Six Flags, and some may know it as Great America. But I was late for this field trip, so I hitched a ride. <laughs> I knocked on this young lady's uh, car window, and I said, hey, I'm uh, running late. I-, I need to get to my-, my school down the street. The person was familiar with the school. It was just a boulevard I was on. And I said, I'll pay you uh, if you can just get me to my, my school. And the person Gave me the ride, and they didn't charge me, but I insist. <laughs> so I get, you know, I get to the school. I get out the car. Um, we had conversation. We exchanged uh, phone numbers, and she was telling me about her church. So speeding it up, she got me going to a church. It was cool. I liked the church. The church had a lot of uh, young people in the church. Young folks, too. I was like, wow, interesting. A church full of young people. And it, it threw me off because I, <laughs> how I grew up, I always saw older people in church. So this was like real different, like a bunch of young people, a bunch of young, good-looking people. And I thought it was kind of unique. So start going to the uh, the church, and uh, I think two days out of the week they would have church, and, you know, it was good. So they give you a prayer partner, and that prayer partner they give you uh, is, is part of joining the church. You get a prayer partner. And um, I remember one day um, uh, one of the young men um, – I heard them talking, you know, saying something about Disneyland or Walt Disney. It was one of those out in Florida. And I'm like, wow, I want to go. Because, look, and pay attention, people, to what I'm saying, because this is going to relate to a lot of stuff that goes on. I'm not bashing churches. I'm telling you that this is something that you have to pay attention when you pay attention to uh, your loved ones, your children, whoever they are going to church and who you have your kids around. So the young man says, well, if you want to go, uh, you can go talk to the pastor. He's in the office in the back. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. So when he pointed the direction, I started going to the back. And as I started walking, it felt like the hallway was getting longer and longer, and it was dim back there. So I kept walking, and I, it just seemed like I couldn't reach back there to where his office was. It just felt funny. And it almost was like a sense like the hallway was stretching longer and longer, meaning it just felt like my walk was longer and longer, and I wasn't getting there. So I stopped. It was like something was almost telling me not to go back there. And I didn't go. So I just came back to the front. 
And I said, never mind. I left it like that. And so I, I never asked. Moving on. So one day, my prayer partner called me one day. I was at home. And he told me that he had uh, sinned. If there's any kids around, I hope they're not listening to my show. This is for adults. <laughs> Sorry. So he said that he sinned going to the motel. And I said, oh, man, God will forgive you. It's no big deal. He said, you think so? You think he'll forgive me? I said, yeah, he'll forgive you. And I just left it like that. So he makes a comment to me that he, he felt better, you know, but the comment that he made to me, he said, damn, why should I say this? I think I, I'm comfortable with myself with saying this, but I'm giving a story. I'm giving you an actual story of awareness of people. He says, did you know I wanted to give you a BJ? And I'm like, what? He said, a BJ. I said, what's that? He said, you don't know what that is? I said, no. <laughs> and the reason why I didn't know it is because by, by then, we had left um, Mississippi and we had moved back to the big city. And so the bilingual was different for me. Um, uh, abbreviations were different for me too as well. So I didn't know some things. And I damn sure didn't know abbreviations for certain things. <laughs> and I know some of my listeners saying, I know what that is. Well, I didn't know at the time. So that's why I said, what's that? And so when he said that, I, was, I had the phone, it was a dial phone, so I had the phone in my ear, and I was looking at the mirror like, did he just say, he told me what it was, and I said, did he just say he wanted to give me, and I was looking at myself like, and I told him to hold on a minute, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror like, this is crazy. So I end up telling the pastor about it, yeah. I became like uh, Charleston White. I became Rat Williams. Yes, I told. <laughs> I told the pastor. And the pastor said, well, I'll get back to you. Days went by, days went by. Pastor still didn't get to me. Finally, I asked him, did you talk to him? He said, yeah, I talked to him. And he said he, he never said that. And I said, pastor, he did say it. He said, well, he said he didn't. So I just left it alone. Meanwhile, the split between me and him, you sit down that way, and I'm going to sit back this way here. And he was, like, real upset at me and stuff. I'm like, dude, that's just something you don't do. And, you know, I don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> so I left it alone. By then, I just kind of, like, start seeing more things. Now, remember now, I just started this church. And so I was still, you know, you know, serving God, but at the same time, I was serving the devil. <laughs> oh my God, I was serving the devil too. What's that? I was still going to clubs. I was young. 
okay? I'm exploring. I'm, I'm, I'm journeying in my life, a, a journey, trying to understand things. And, you know, uh, one night I was in this club on a Saturday. I just, just parked and I went in there. And, you know, I'm one of those guys that may be leaning on the wall. I don't know everybody. And um, I see this guy dancing out there on the floor, doing splits, turns, and everything. And I looked. I said, wait a minute. That's the dude that told me to go in the back and ask the pastor about going to Disneyland. And he saw me, and his eyes kind of bucked. And I just, it was up and dabbed him, and I left that alone. And the reason why I was looking at this funny is because he was the pastor's number one in the back of the pool pit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Holy Ghost. Get the crowd going. And um, I left it alone. Now, I wouldn't rap William tell the, <laughs> the pastor, hey, I just saw him on the floor dancing and <laughs> doing Jane Brown splits. I didn't say I didn't say that. I, I just left that alone. And um eventually I, I left the church alone. I left it alone. I just felt like something wasn't right. By then the church was expanding and the church got bigger where they bought a bigger church and I just I just wasn't doing it anymore. I think about six months later, and this is crazy, six months later, I'm at home watching the news, and the news came on saying, Pastor blah, 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 has been arrested for sexual molesting the high school kids, the boys. The school was like right down the street from me. And when they showed the pastor's face, I rose up and said, I knew it. I knew something was wrong. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. So they had him arrested. And I believe he served time and everything. He's probably out of jail now. But, well, prison, but I saw it. And I knew something wasn't right. When I was walking in that hallway, my gut feeling told me something was wrong something told me don't go down there because that hallway felt like it stretched longer and longer and I just wouldn't even reach that door to get into that office to talk to the pastor and I'm glad that I felt that in my my intuition something was like warning me don't go back there don't go back there and I turned back around and I'm telling you guys when I turned back around Remember what I said, I never asked to go because something was telling me in my spirit something wasn't right. And definitely wasn't right when this man told the pastor that he never said that. He just like, he didn't listen to how I felt about it like I just told a lie. And I'm like, okay. And all along, this pastor might have been, you know, and I'm like, wow, I knew it. Years went by. The friend that got me going to that church, she started drinking and her sexuality of herself was different. And I knew something was different about her. And um, But I, I wasn't being uh, prejudiced against how she felt on her expression of who she wanted to be with. 
out of respect, I understood that. I even understood the man that was my prayer partner. I knew that he was different. But I didn't expect that to really come like that towards me. So there were some things I I, 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 I just didn't know. But thank God for my, my raising, my parents raising me and knowing what's right and what's wrong and knowing when to get out of some shit before it gets out of control. You're being a part of something that you don't feel comfortable being in and you make the best decision by getting yourself out before shit gets ugly. But my guardian angel didn't lie to me and I was protected. But when I saw that on that news, I knew it. I said, I knew something was going on in that church that wasn't right. It was things wrong. And I can point in a lot of areas where I know things were wrong. And there was a lot of lusting in that church. Where old people would call it, they doing heathen things off in there. Mm, mm, mm. As an old person would say, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you ever heard an older person say that? Mm, mm. Mm, seriously, where's those people at? Where's those people that used to say, mm, mm, mm? <laughs> they used to say that. Lord have mercy. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> where they at? Where are they at? So the things I did see in that church. Now, am I judging all churches? Well, I haven't been to all churches. But if I told you the majority of the churches I went to that I saw some things that wasn't right and they were similar to the same things, you wouldn't believe you wouldn't believe me. But that was my own personal experience. So when you're in church and your pastor doesn't listen to you and he nonchalizes you off about it, because it could be it could be considered uh, sexual harassment. Right. Right. And the pastor's supposed to take this serious. He showed me all signs of not listening to me and being serious about the situation, of addressing it. Well, let's sit down and have a talk. We didn't have that. I mean, that can you go sit down and have a talk with your pastor of a concern in church? Does that exist? So, um, but churches are different now. And they're different in a, a lot of ways now where they're mega churches, not small churches anymore. But imagine the small things that were going on in church. Imagine, imagine, imagine. See, I move differently. And when I move, I observe. I Twitter, I see things. And I understand things, how they are. And I don't say nothing. But I know when things get sticky to get myself out of there. You don't want to be a part of something and then later on you're too afraid to speak about it. And your speaking about it becomes allegations. People get mad at you about it. In this case here, that church couldn't get mad at me. Nope. Because I would have told everybody in that church, you, all of y'all is wrong. All of y'all knew this. Y'all saw this. Y'all knew it was going on. I'm about to get a little bit kind of rude with this too. And your wife knew knew about it too. He had a wife and she didn't know this. Come on now. Seriously. 
So these churches have become bigger now. Mega. Lots of money getting pulled in. Lots of money. Tax-free money. <laughs> Damn. I don't, I don't want to, I'm not bashing churches, but what I'm saying is, is that sometimes these places could be used for different, these churches could be used for different things besides the word of God. Remember? Remember when Jesus went up into Jerusalem and he saw some things that wasn't right? He saw the things that were being sold and how people were living and he had a fit. He knocked shit down. He was livid. Angry. Everything against God's way of living, of life. So, that's just, just, just how I see it. It's an opinion. And I know people are not going to like it. I could go on with stories. Some people say, so you went to 10 churches and you had all bad experiences. <laughs> yes, I did. I only had one church that was good, and I was a kid. And I used to go to Bible uh, class every day uh, after school. Uh, uh, I forgot the pastor's name and the pastor's name and his wife. I used to go, me and my siblings used to go to their house two hours down and... Um, the lady would have Bible studies with us and we would read passages out the Bible and she would ex explain to us what we were uh, reading out loud. She would explain the the verses to me. And so I knew then, like, okay, all right, I get it. And I was actually learning a lot of things. I was learning things that um, that she was teaching. And there was nothing foul. There was nothing that I was since that I was in in harm's way and my siblings as well and it was a fair thing and it was fair and it went just the way it should have went and it was good and I, I that experience there was my first experience up church and it was real good so I had no issues no problems at all and I learned a whole lot from that a whole lot and I am thankful for that but as I started to grow up, I started to see things that, you know, wasn't godly. And so I felt like, you know, hey, I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm, I'm just done. I just felt like, you know, um, I just felt like God reaches you. And when God connects with you, he's going to connect with you. And sometimes God connects with us. When it's unexpectedly, something happens in our life, an event that changes us, that draws us to God. And that's how I felt about it. But um, the allegations that I'm saying that T.D. Jakes has, these stories just sound so familiar with a lot of stories that I just told you guys. So I, I'm just saying that I'm not prosecuting him. I'm not saying he's guilty. But there's some things out here in some of these churches that needs to be brought out and exposed. 
Because in the end, covering lies, the only thing it does is it's hurt a lot of other people. When you're covering people's lies up, other folks get hurt. And most of the time, it's innocent people. Children, children too. Like children in these events, they definitely get hurt like this. Because if there's something going on in the church and no one's talking about it, and it's just whisper, or it's just hush-hush, come on. Come on. The last church I went to, the church said, uh, uh, so I, I was in this church, and it was a big mega church. They had their own ATM. I was like, are you serious? An ATM? So what I was seeing was every time they, uh, they, 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 they sang, and after they got done, the bucket got passed around. This, wasn't, this was a bucket. I thought it was actually a trash can. So you pay the tie because they sung. You pay the tie because someone spoke. You pay the tie for each service that they perform to the audience, the crowd. You paid a tie. You probably don't even believe that, but that's what I experienced. That's what I saw. And then I also uh, heard the pastor say, he said, I noticed that there's a lot of new cars out there. So that's telling me that God is blessing you. And so that means you could pay a little bit more in tithes. I was like, are you serious? Did he just say he, <laughs> he noticed that people are driving new cars and that they can pay more? Fucking amazing, man. Like just seeing this and hearing this shit. I, I'm, out of respect, I'm, I'm just telling you what I saw. And um, so if you were going to join a church, they they make you uh, sign these documents. They're like contracts. You belong to this church, meaning that if you don't like our church no more, free will, you can't go to the next church next door. Because if your name shows up saying that you're at that church, it's like you violated a contract. And I think they could uh, what, boot you out of their church or it's just... <laughs> It was just some weird shit, man. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought God house was one house. Like, what's the difference? If if I feel like something's not right about this church, I got to pay my way out of this church to leave and go to the next church. I, I'm just throwing it out there. It, it, it is what I saw. What I saw is what it was. Very, very, very exhausting. Such a turnoff. I found God differently in my life. Sometimes God finds you. And sometimes you can be looking for God in the wrong places. I believe most of the time God finds us. With an open heart. He finds us. He touches us. I, I, I just see it that way. Anyway, if T.D. Jakes is not guilty, cool. Keep on motivating me, Jakes. Keep on motivating me. Other than that, this podcast today is not to bash him, but to understand that there's things going on in churches and people are not talking. They're quiet about it. Hush, hush. And we should speak up. 
Save somebody. Not just getting people to join your church. Save them when they're in trouble. Don't baptize them and then them burn in hell this way in this type of misery in this loss. It's the wrong thing to do to people. It's very misleading. Very misleading. Very. I knew a lady personally um, I, I can't let me see how should I say it. She was professional but she was there was bad things that I saw her doing. Very professional, but was doing bad things behind the scene. And she had just got a church uh, church uh, license. So she was going to start preaching. In my mind, I, I was like, what? Now what? Did God call you? I mean, those, you know you, those things you did? Do you see how this goes? You know, when they say, well, you're not going for that. You're going for the word. A lot of people got hurt. Oh, I could go on with this and on with this. And from some of the things that I experienced and the things that I saw, it was all hustling. I'm probably going to lose some friends for that. <laughs> hustling. I'm pretty sure I lost them today. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if they hear this, they won't be speaking to me. Hustling. Hustling the people. I, I'm, wait, so God is blessing you. But I'm not getting the blessing, but you catching the blessing. I'm sorry. It doesn't make sense. I was thinking, um, preaching... You know, these services that we do for people preaching and stuff. I thought we were doing a service for the people, but I'm finding out that the service is something else other than uh, leading hearts in the right direction. So I I just, and I don't want to take that away and just um, um, downplay all churches because that's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying that... um, if there's something wrong, we need to point it out and address it before it gets out of hand and people get hurt. Because these stories can go on and on and on. And many people have passed away with stories. And we know that a lot of women really, really take going to church serious and their pastors they really believe in. And hearing something about their pastor, they will stone you with rocks right out their purse. Where did you get that brick, lady? You going to hit me with a brick out your purse? <laughs> yeah. So it should be a conversation that should be uh, talked about. It really needs to be talked. And it should be discussed in a way of understanding. No disrespect, just understanding. This show tonight is not to bash Mr. Jakes. This show is just to have awareness. Awareness. There's a lot of things that 
I could speak on, but I, I just, man, do I find myself being like some of these people where you, you can't say certain things that you know, that you honestly know for a fact that we do this to each other. Sometimes people's bullshit can put you in a bad position. People's bullshit. That's what we need to be aware of. People lying and doing things and you are hearing it and know it and you're not saying nothing. It's like covering. People's bullshit. That's how I see some things about churches. It's not the same no more. Or has it always been this way? Some things I did hear back in the 70s, how churches were um, pretending to be healing people. And you find out that these people were improbs doing the same show. This shit was actually true. The wheelchair uh, moment with the person saying, I can't walk. I haven't walked in this many years. And the preacher touched their hand. You are healed. You are healed. Rise up. Uh, anointing oil. Wait a minute. You sure it's not uh, uh, baby oil? Because it smells sweet. But I'm just saying. I'm trying to make humor of this. Google this here. Uh, uh, Jerry Farwell. Good pastor. Good pastor. Until he got told on allegations that he was he was messing around with hookers. Google it. Last time I saw him on television being televised, he was crying and he was asking God in these words, forgive me, Lord, I have sinned. Google it. He said it just like that in that voice. (laughs) I also can uh, do voices too. Uh, Sometimes I see certain people and I can imitate them real quick if there's something different about them. But, moving on. He said it in those words. And I felt bad for him. But that's just how it was. Because you misled a lot of people. Is it, is it, is it wrong to be too motivating? Is it wrong to pretend to be righteous and you got a flaw? But, God forgives us all. But what about the hurt people? This this shit is not balancing out. It's not. Sometimes being affiliated with some people can ruin your reputation. Maybe that's what it is, Mr. Jakes. Maybe affiliating yourself with the rap star is ruining your reputation. Now, this stuff couldn't be true. It may not be true. So I'm not stoning them yet. <laughs> oh, bad. No, I'm not stoning them. And as a man, a man divert, deserves a fair uh, chance of speaking for himself. And we just wait and see. Because allegedly, Cassidy's supposed to have some tapes. Tapes are, or uh, is it phones? 
phones that have proof that Mr. Jake's involvement in some of these things. Hey, go Google it. I, I could be wrong. He has lawyered up, so let's just hope that this stuff is not true. I don't want to use it on my platform like this, but that's why I say they're allegations. But I did, and I have used an experience in my own personal life. I'm not washing it on folks, but there's a lot of people out there like me that are aware of some of these things. We're aware. And it does exist. And people do get hurt. Innocent people. People have lost money. One time I went to this church. And damn, I got all these church stories. And it was a good church. One day I was driving in the neighborhood on the weekend. And I saw this big yard sale. I stopped because I saw some nice things. And I looked and it was the pastor. This pastor was, uh, was selling everything. Him and his wife were selling everything. Before I knew it, the pastor didn't show up for church. They said he had ran off with all the money and went to Atlanta. What? He took what? A million some dollars? Oh, no. And got away with it. I could go on. But I think I better stop it right there. I better stop it right there, yeah bring some enlightenment today is christmas and i hope everybody is having a a, a merry christmas and um making light if you don't celebrate christmas um just enjoy it with people who are enjoying it um without any prejudice of what christmas is or what it's about or just in general how you feel about it um because when it boils down we got the, the young youth and I think we don't want to take nothing away from them, but we just want to just, you know, have a moment where we, um, our goal is to enjoy ourselves with our families. Uh, holiday or not, we should always continue to do that, you know, regardless of holidays. But these are just special moments when families get the time to be together and there's just nothing wrong with that well guys we're gonna end this show uh, I believe this will be episode 91 we are coasting we are coasting you guys have a blessed day and a merry Christmas